gentlemen, sit right up. January 20th, 2017 will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. We do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather to let it shine as an example. We will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected and we will always be protected. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. And most importantly, we will be protected by God. We stand at the birth of a little millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space, to free the earth from the miseries of disease, and to harness the energies, industries, and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Let's go see the elephant without a road. Back in the Relax and Coverage studio, and it is time once again for the American Adversaries Radio Show. Thanks so much for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen, as we are coming to you live on the big, new, bolder, stronger, and more important to listen to than ever before, AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, W-O-R-L, Salem Media Group's News Talk Station of the Year. And, of course, you can listen to all the great programming here 24-7, also on your website, or their website, theanswerorlando.com, where we want you to join the Answer Seekers Club, so you'll get a lot of great information every day. And uh, also, you'll be able to join, or I'm sorry, to enter to win a lot of great contests. You can also listen on your Alexa devices and your smart devices if you download the free Answer Orlando app into it, and they only have to do that one time, you know. And you can also listen either live or from the archive on our website, AmericanAdversaries.com, and our Rumble channel, and you can see 
that we are back in the Relax and Comfort studio via the Titan Cave Cam because the green lights are flashing and we are up and rumbling. And thank you folks uh, who are out there watching and please do like us and become one of our rumblers and all that good stuff. All right, I got the chairman of the board, union boss himself, Mike McBath. Chris, I'm happy it's over. And you <laughs> say, what you is be. over? Yeah, no, we I... finally found, I think, the right man. And we'll, I know I we'll discuss his I... speech and everything, but yep. I have to say I'm absolutely enthused listening to this gentleman. And if anybody lives up to what they say, we could be off to a good run. So. You, you still mad at Matt Gates? Uh, well, I am. <laughs> I don't know if it's Matt's reason he got there, but I will tell you this. This guy was so much better than I've yep. heard from any of them. I think they uh, I absolutely think... hit the top of the table on this one. I do, do. Yep. Uh, we'll tell you more about Mike Johnson, the new Speaker of the House, here shortly. I am the philosopher, political mad scientist Christopher Hart. Jeff Sennis is on the bridge. 407-774-8255 is the number. Nostra Dennis will be joining us shortly with a bio on Mr. Johnson, and we'll see if he knows something I know about him. And then also uh, Scotty Moore, our, our good friend running for the Florida House. That seat vacated by Fred Hawkins is going to be in with us at the top of the next hour. And the bottom of the next hour, uh, we'll also be visiting once again with our friends from Florida Citizens Alliance as the new legislative session is approaching and they're having the committee meetings and everything. Uh, their, uh, their, their advocacy guy, uh, policy and advocacy manager Ryan Kennedy is going to join us uh, to tell us what's going on there. All right, so uh, we're going to get to all that stuff about the new speaker. We're going to get to uh, Biden babbled through another a press conference today, one of the rare ones that he gives. And by the way, he wasn't alone. He was with the Australian prime minister. Oh, wow. And yeah. uh, and some fireworks in that Judge, uh, in that, uh, judge Ingeron's courtroom today. Uh, Michael Cohen was on the stand, and Donald Trump was too. That's mm-hmm. right, ladies and gentlemen. He had to take the hot seat. We'll tell you what that. And he was hot too, buddy. We'll tell you what that was all about, and a couple of updates in ter- in terms of the uh, Washington D.C. case. So we got a jammed up show, ladies and gentlemen. And then, of course, you got the heart of Central Florida, Charles Hart, after us tonight. I'm sure he'll have some thoughts on all these things, or some of them anyway. So, but let's get down to the market because it was uh, okay. to the blues. Persisting. Chris, I actually feel like the harbinger of bad news every day now. You know, every time oh. we get to the market, what? No, we're down again. And what actually happened today, the market was down 104 points. Uh, NASDAQ got absolutely rocked today, down over 2%. Uh, what took place in the beginning is we open the day up and we see bond yields rising again, which is not good for the stock market. You know, you saw the... And uh, that, once again, means the demand is not there for right. these the things. That's right. The 10-year jumped 12 yep. basis points, closed around 496. And then the 30-year, which had come down around 480, ended up at around uh, 512, which Ooh. was a... You know, a big move over the last day and a half. So, you know, that's another problem. Uh, The two-year notes right now were actually little changed, about 5.12. You're starting to see, remember we used to always talk about the inverted curve? Well, the curve is flattening out and starting to change the the direction of it. You know, it's not going to be inverted. It's starting to look the other direction. And and why that is significant is the inverted curve would dictate a recession. Yes, not always does it indicate that. And this time it may have missed it again. So it may have missed it again, or maybe we're going to 
that's the recession soon we'll see. Another statistic that came out today, you know, uh, they showed what the interest payments were. Guess ready. Uh, for 2023, we had a $33 trillion federal debt, and which uh, rose 23%. And our interest payments, get ready, $879 billion for yeah. 2023. Right. So what do you think is going to be? 2024, Chris. It's going to be trillion. I bet it's going to be one trillion. Yeah, as as long as the interest rate is at five percent or above, it's five percent of thirty-three trillion dollars. That, by the way, is one trillion six hundred and fifty billion. I mean, mean, for one year. Do you think that's inflationary? That is more than the entire discretionary budget of 2019. And more than your military budget. Oh, which twice is as really, much. I know, which is extremely frightening. Right. This year's payment was equal to the defense budget. Right. And, I mean, you sit out there and you look at and these things. And that's money just poof. And right. I also mentioned, too, about the S&P. Now, you know, they're coming out with their earnings. And uh, the reality of it is the S&P earnings, actually, in the first 25% are out, about 78% of beaten their projections. The only positive thing so far about this quarter, the projections were more on the positive side than they were on the first two quarters on earnings. So we have beaten them. They have looked a little bit better. The GDP comes out tomorrow, right? So when the uh, gross domestic product number comes out, I see they're talking around 4%, which actually is pretty darn strong if it does. But the only problem is I don't know if I want it too strong when I'm fighting inflation right. because inflation does not look like uh, the Terminator. It's terminating himself. Yeah. Not at all. So we still have this inflationary problem. I'm not sure yet what they're going to do. Particularly, I'm just going to be watching what takes place in Congress, right? I would say the next four or five weeks will dictate what takes place in uh, next year's time budget-wise. So uh, we'll see how strong... Our people in Washington and the Fed really want to go at it to bring us back to a, I call a normalcy in our living style with low interest rates. And I just don't foresee that for quite a while. So we will see. But in general, uh, keep in mind the general stock market. Uh, this is a nice statistic, too. Uh, the NASDAQ and the uh, S&P are now trading at the lowest level since May. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the NASDAQ, which had been doing reasonably well, like just today, got whacked for two percentage points. And uh, I think they're going to probably work that over a little bit. So, no doubt. you know what? That five and a quarter, five and a half Still looks, looks pretty awful good. good you least... know, with a check coming in every six months. So, yeah. those treasuries and CDs look pretty keep, yummy at this point. So, at least uh, we'll keep see. caught up with inflation, maybe just a little bit ahead. By the way, speaking of interest payments, uh, people on credit card debt I know. spent over $105 billion on the interest last year uh, alone as well. So that's the, these are record amounts of money being given for interest payments. Uh, and, you know, that's that's money gone. And, I mean, it only, not, and that's what they spent last year. Yeah. And now with higher rates, it's going to be more. Oh, that's right. And it's not only higher rates, but people got more outstanding balance, higher like, outstanding balances. And with all these labor union situations taking place, if the labor yep. unions win out, 
Then right. you'll see another bump in rages, which means it's going to get rougher and rougher yeah. for the average American. They're going to win out eventually. The question is, what's going to be what, the takeaway? And how much damage to General right. Motors and, you know, right. the other and, group? We'll and see. by the way, there's now over 40,000 auto workers out of on strike. I think the total in the United States is about 120,000 right. that work for the car companies. Mm-hmm. Then you have, of course, the parts manufacturers as well. But uh, they, they upped the ante on General Motors yesterday when they went on strike at a plant in Texas where they make uh, SUVs. Right. And it's the SUVs and the pickup trucks where they really make the money. Oh, without a doubt. And that's yeah. why the, the, the unions didn't strike those plants first. They wanted to allow the car companies to still be able to stay in business, make some money. Matter of fact, uh, General Motors uh, showed, I think, about a $3 billion profit for the quarter. Right. And But now they're hitting them where it hurts. And the other thing, Chris, is if we have a turnover in government, uh, the EVs that so many auto manufacturers have put their life efforts into, not only effort-wise but financially, what's going to happen to these companies when all these EVs are sitting in the lots and you can't sell them? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure I'd want to be an owner of the autos. All right. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I think it's uh, Honda that has a prelude that is, if I'm not mistaken, this is the model, the brand new one, which is a hybrid. They tout will get you over 600 miles a tank of gas because you'll get about 300 from the gasoline oh, three, yeah, and then the, the other right. 300 or so from right. the electric. That's, and you don't plug it in. This is a hybrid. You do not plug in. They have they have engineered it so that you create uh, energy for the battery from the tank by from using the gas that you're right, using on the right, other they, side. Yeah, I, I would imagine they incorporate the friction from the brakes and other things into it. That, so that charges your car, right? At, at least to give you another 300 or so miles. You know, that's pretty. That terrific. is the way to go. Yeah, that in itself right? would be terrific, and right. certainly that would be an approach yeah. I think we'd all appreciate, help the environment, right. and both parties win. It's yeah. unfortunate that Ford uh, laid off oh. many of the engineers that do that so- sort of re- research mm-hmm. and development uh, in favor of you know the electric motor. The electric right. motor, there's not much you can do to improve its efficiency. Now, is it just in the Prius, or are they able No, it wasn't the Prius. We're not talking about okay. Toyota. This was, if I'm not mistaken, a Honda Prelude. Good. But uh, That's great. these will be the things coming yep. from the hybrid vehicles that you don't have to plug in. It's just uh, the plugging in itself, that process is never going to be efficient like it is when you go to the the gas station. It just can't be. And the grid can't handle millions of cars draining it on a constant basis and still having to air-condition buildings and and power the whole cities and everything. We have enough cars like this new style. What are we going to do with all the charging stations? Well, they <laughs> no, will still be still there. They'll still be there for the, the, the very the, few yeah. all EVs that will be left that won't right. be hybrids. Right. There have been electric cars around since the very mm-hmm. first cars were invented right. because the electric motor existed back then. The question was, how do you get the power to right. the motor to drive the car around? And that's where the battery technology wasn't there, right. and it is there now. There will always be a place for electric cars but not for everybody and not for most people for some people and as backup cars as your town car or something like that but it is they are not practical for heavy duty everyday long-haul use 
They are just yeah. not. I mean, that's and a, that's they will a, never be uh, the green, you know, utopia that they promised to be. And, and the fact that we went so strong in that effort—not us, but the government, mm-hmm. and then all the European nations—and now they all regret what they did. Boy, did you waste a lot of time, and yeah. did you waste a lot of money, and did you hurt your own environment? You didn't help your environment during your gooseneck chase. <laughs> and the sad fact of the matter is, you know, they talk about renewable energy. These right. are supposed to be renewable energy. They're only renewable energy up to a point, and then you got to throw everything away. Yeah. Right? They, like the, the windmills, the solar panels, they wear out. They, they don't last and they are they they lose their efficiency when you be, once you begin to use them. Right. So it's just a matter of time before you got to throw it away. And there's nothing that you, oh, well, you can recycle batteries. No, you can't. Right. At some point, you just got to throw the damn things away. The thing is, the so-called fossil fuels are, in actuality, the renewable energy sources. Because the Earth is constantly producing natural gas, hydrogen, oil, all of it. Right. That is natural process that the earth produces on a constant basis from the mashing and the the uh, the molten goings on within the mantle of the planet. And Chris, and then I... it forces its way up through the crust. And if we don't pump it out, it's going to come up on its own. It I... always has. You ever heard of the La Brea tar pits? Oh yeah. Where do you think the tar came from? And this Jed Clampett, that's actually how oil was discovered in the Appalachians. It came bubbling up on its own out of the ground. Same thing in Babylon. I think it was Babylon, or maybe it was the Assyrians. They were the first ones to have asphalt roads for their chariots. They, they, They used the oil coming up out of the ground and made roads with it. What, 5,000, 7,000 years ago. The stuff is renewable. That's how screwed up the left has people's thinking. Well, when you put politics into any type of situation like this, you see the results. Jamie Dimon today came out and took a shot, and, you know, he's one of the great financial gurus from J.P. Morgan. He came out on global warming. He said our biggest concern right now is, in essence, not global warming. It is nuclear weapons and the movement of nuclear weapons through across the countries. So the answer is, we've always said this to you, the American people, what do you think you're going to die from first, global warming or a nuclear bomb? If you don't know the answer, I'll give it to you. It'll take me one second. <laughs> I mean, this is. Uh, I mean, when you think about what the, the thought trend of these Democrats are, how can they ever picture a world you know, like they see it and not be concerned about nuclear weapons. I mean, nuclear weapons could end things tonight. I mean, that's how devastating this product is. And I just sit there and I think of these Greenpeace. I'm an environmentalist all the way because, you know, I'm a hunter, a fisherman and all that. But boy, do I understand the the bad news if we ever get into a nuclear war, too. All right. Well, when we come back, uh, we'll tell you what uh, Joe Biden's uh, highest priority is and what he thinks is the existential threat. I'm sure you probably already know, but we'll we'll go. By the way, just got this uh, from Jerry at Jerry's NB. He Mm -hmm. said, and the resale value of those electric cars is going to be terrible because nobody's going to want to buy a new battery. 
Trump gets in office, right? yeah, goodbye <laughs> to your EV. Have a nice trip. Uh, you know. Well, once again, there'll be a place for those things, be a place. but not for everybody, and not even for right. most people. It's called a right? junkyard. Well, <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe not that bad. I don't know. All right. Well, don't junk out on us because we'll be right back with the American adversaries. Is that is that a phrase? I don't know. Oh, anyway, we'll be good. we'll be right back with more of the American adversaries. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Hey, Central Florida, Dave Ramsey here. When you need advice on your taxes and want to work with someone who has the heart of a teacher, you need to see Larry Herring CPA. He's one of our tax-endorsed local providers, and he's ready to talk with you about all your income tax needs. Larry Herring will help you manage your taxes just like any other expense. Take it from me, Larry is your guy. 407-647-7777 or at herringcpa.com. Network sound and video makes memories last forever. There are so many reasons to convert your old media to digital. The advantages are endless. Digital is lighter, sturdier, and much more compact. And please consider this. Should you have to evacuate due to hurricane, flood, or fire, you couldn't pack all those heavy videotapes. You could, however, grab your entire album of DVDs and portable drives right off your bookshelf. Visit NetworkSoundAndVideo.com or call 407-834-8555. New Queso Blanco is officially on the menu at Tijuana Flats. Try it in the new Dueling Queso Appetizer alongside our signature Gold Queso. Double down on deliciousness. Order your Dueling Queso at TijuanaFlats.com. Have you heard the great news, folks? The Supreme Car Detailing Superstores have added a third location to better serve you. The new location is at Candace Drive in 1792 in Maitland. As with their other locations at 510 North State Road 434 and at South Orange Avenue and Sand Lake Road, this new detailing superstore is stocked with all the cleaning products and tools you need for any cleaning task for your cars, trucks, RVs, boats, homes, and businesses. At this new location, you can also test your driving skills on a state-of-the-art simulator. You won't believe how real the experience is. To clean better, with less effort, go to the Supreme Car Detailing Superstores. They're open from 10 to 6, 7 days a week. Or you can order online at dasuperstore.com. That's dasuperstore.com. Call me and I'll do the rest. I'm Abby Greenberg with the Golden Group at Compass, the number one brokerage in the country. It's a seller's market and there's no better time to list your house. I'll get it sold and get you the greatest return on your real estate investment. Need to make renovations first? Through Compass Concierge, we'll cover the renovation costs up front and sell your house for top dollar. I'm Abby Greenberg, and you can sell your home with ease with the Golden Group. 407-484-2689. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Taking a look at those roadways, we've got police activity on Michigan around I-4 going to be happening for a while still. Crash on the turnpike northbound near Sand Lake. 1792 crash northbound at Lake before the 414. Your latest answer traffic. I'm Dave Dorica. All 
right, we're back. We're live. We are the American Adversaries. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate you being out there. You know, Mike just pointed out that, you know, dinosaurs, the skeletons were found in the La Brea tar pits and other tar pits around the world. When you think about it, Chris, remember National Geographic? I mean, I always remember reading about that. They were finding dinosaur bones and skeletons and everything in tar pits throughout the world. The the thing was, the stupid idiots that interpreted it, that thought that the tar was the result of the dinosaur rotting when it was not. I know. It was the the tar pits ensnared and and basically uh, entombed the dinosaurs and other creatures as well. And obviously the Because the stuff was oozing up out of the ground all over the damn place. It came up in like a lake type thing. They walked right right into it. They're trapped, and that's the end. That's right. Right. It, yep. it, it is that is the renewable energy, mm-hmm. natural gas, hydrogen, oil, the stuff that comes up out of the ground because the earth is producing it. Now, the earth itself is aging. That's why there was more of it coming up back then than would naturally come up out of the ground now. But the process is still going on and will as long as the mantle of this planet is a molten mess down there. Hot, nasty, molten. It produces all the, all the nastiest gases and everything. you could Just imagine what comes out of a volcano. That's what's going on underneath our feet 24-7 every day of the year. And as long as that keeps happening, we'll have plenty of energy. It's just a shame we had so many hustlers in the environmental movement like John Kerry yeah. and these people who were out to make money and had no interest or care about what the true environment would do. That's the saddest yeah. thing about yeah. the, these people, and they've destroyed it. But in the Oval Office today, before they went out to the Rose Garden for a joint press conference, yeah. uh, uh, Joe Biden was heard telling the Prime Minister, thanking the Prime Minister of Australia for help uh, you know, battling climate change, because oh, climate change is so urgent. Oh. Th- th- that is the biggest uh, political hoax perpetrated yeah. on the world it's just in, Amer- a fundraiser in world history. For these uh, right. Democrats, that's, that's all right. it is. Sadly enough, sadly right. enough. What's know. going on with Trump is the biggest legal host, yeah, hoax, true. I'm sorry, but biggest legal host, hoax, <laughs> but yeah. this climate change nonsense is the biggest political hoax in world history. And some point, uh, it needs to be put in its place, which is on the dust pile of history. Well, China has put it in its place because they don't abide by it. Oh, well, you see who was over there in China? <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. Howling around with Xi. They old, have taken care of it, I can assure you that. Oh, Gav Newsom. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back with the American Adversaries. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Republican Congressman Mike Johnson of Louisiana has been elected House Speaker. Republicans eagerly gave Johnson the gavel on Wednesday by a vote of 220 to 209, with few absences. Johnson picked up an important nod of support from Donald Trump. Johnson was the fourth candidate Republicans nominated to replace Kevin McCarthy. The U.N. Agency for Palestinian Refugees has warned that it is on the verge of running out of fuel in the Gaza Strip, forcing it to sharply cut back relief operations across the Gaza Strip. The territory has been blockaded and hit by devastating Israeli airstrikes since Hamas militants launched an attack on Israel more than two weeks ago, killing 1,400 and kidnapping some 200 Israelis. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 105 points. More details at srnnews.com. AM 950 and FM 94.9, the answer. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. 
That police activity continuing on Michigan around I-4. Couple of crashes on the radar. The Turnpike northbound crash reported near Sand Lake. 1792 crash on the northbound side at late before the 414. Your latest answer traffic. I'm Dave Dorico. Welcome to the American Adversaries. Drive time. The Titans of Talk Radio on AM 950 and FM 94.9. The Answer. Online at TheAnswerOrlando.com. AmericanAdversaries.com. Streaming on Rumble. And a special welcome to Super Channel WACX Antenna TV viewers on 55.7. Now, let's join the action. And I'm proud to be an American. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. All right, we are back. We are live. We are the American Adversaries Radio Show, and we want to now welcome our WACX TV audience, the Super Channel. 55.7 on your antenna remotes. We are back in the relaxing comfort studio. And as you can see, Nostradamus has joined us. It's been a while. My wife's been ill, and now she's better, so she's good enough Glad for me to, to come and play with you guys. And we have a speaker of the house, and I'm in second place in my fantasy football league, so wow, I'm in a good well, mood. That's pretty good. Look out. Yeah. 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 All right. He's excited about the Jets-Giants game oh, yeah. this weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The biggest loser New York game. City. That's what it is. <laughs> Which cares? one is going to be the biggest loser? <laughs> I know. That's what it is. All right. It's Nasty Mike McBath. Uh, I am Christopher Hart. Jeff Sennis is on the bridge. We'll get to the new speaker here in just a moment, uh, but let me go back to Biden. So he was uh, peppered with a few questions today. He didn't, you know, sort of babbled his way through again. Um, I don't think he got real angry, though, but, which is a kind of a change. Very unusual. Yeah, yeah I'm surprised. Um, oh. But, you know, there's been, and we talked about this with Abe Katzman uh, Monday, and I might, we think we might have mentioned it last night, but over, just over the last few days, there's been 13, at least 13 attacks by Iranian, Iranian proxies on American forces in Iraq and Syria, where we have bases there. And you know what? Can we just stop saying Iranian proxies? It's Iran. It's Iran. Come on. Right. And so the question is now, what are we going to do about that? Right? Now, also, we have intercepted rockets from Yemen and elsewhere that were targeting, evidently, Israel. And so has now Saudi Arabia. Because, you know, Yemen is kind of like on the bottom part of Saudi Arabia. There. Right. And you yeah. got to go over Saudi Arabia to get to Israel. And so they intercepted uh, missiles targeting Israel, which is, that's a big development there. And probably has sent uh, some shockwaves around the, uh, the Arab world. Although not totally unexpected, it is unprecedented. So uh, the, the, the fighting over there is escalating outside of Israel, whether Israel, whatever, it doesn't matter what Israel is doing. It, it, what's mattering is what Iran is doing. So we'll just have to see uh, how that goes. Uh, Biden was noncommittal on that. Uh, he's, he's as much, once again, you know, talking about, you know, Islamophobia and, and you know, the poor pitiful Palestinians and that sort of stuff. But uh, this, at the end of the day, if we're going to stop this, 
Hamas has got to be eradicated. Now, the Biden administration is saying that the Hamas militant wing needs to be eradicated. No, no. The whole damn thing. Right. Right. Just like the Islamic State. And this Iranian situation where we know who they are, you know, and there's no use hiding. With these missiles flying back and forth, you would think that at some point you got to really punish it. Enough is enough. You can't live your life with, you know, people shelling you every other day if your troops that are sitting in Iraq in one of the camps. Oh, you know, that, enough is enough. That that. When do we put our foot down because we're going to get more killed and all you do is say, well, we haven't made our decision yet. Well, Don't worry about those four people. Well, uh, you know, uh, you, know right? you, you, you would want, under normal circumstances, you would want a pretty stout response. I would. Would agree. But when you have a buffoon as the commander-in-chief, you might want to think twice about it, because uh, this guy is getting us into more and more world conflicts, and you, you talked about nuclear weapons. I mean, right. how far are we away? Yeah. I right? Mean, Jamie Dimon comes out and makes a comment about that. You know, here's a guy ahead of J.P. Morgan, one of the most respected people in the world in finance, and he, he, he touches on the subject of nuclear weapons. Yep. Oh, boy. Yep. We're getting closer and closer. Yep. Well, somebody else who has been warning that Joe Biden is the one that's going to get us into World War III when everybody said it was going right. to be Trump uh, has been warning about this. <laughs> in the meantime, uh, the left is continuing their efforts to keep him pinned down. He was, by his own choice, in court yesterday and today, as his old buddy, the fixer, Michael Cohen, was on the stand. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I guess he he was lying in Trump's eyes. He was lying so bad today, Trump just kind of threw up his hands and got walked out of the courtroom. But he also uh, had to be on the stand himself today. Because uh, earlier today, you know, as he wants to do, he stands outside the courtroom right. and addresses the media. And today he talked about how the judge was very biased and the person sitting next to him was also very biased. Now, the judge took that to mean he was talking about his aide. If you remember, the judge placed the gag order on Trump because Trump had put out a true social about the woman that was photographed sitting next to him mm -hmm. in his courtroom on that first day when the, when the judge was looking like a clown and smiling real big and hamming it Which up for the was, cameras. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so he put Trump on the stand because Trump's lawyers were saying, no, that's not what he was talking about. So he put Trump on the stand. He said, who were you talking about? I said, I was talking about you and Michael Cohen. Because Cohen, sitting on, as he's testifying, guess where he sits? Right in front of the judge. Right next to him. Yeah, okay, right? good enough. Right. So, but the judge said, no, I don't believe you. So I'm fining you $10,000, and if you do it again, it's going to be even worse. We're going to tell you what was in your mind at the time mm. you said what you said. Right. That's par for the course. Right. Come on. Right. Exactly. I mean, this this is how bad of a clown show that stuff is, not what they're trying to do to keep yeah. Trump pinned down. But let me tell you something. He's going to rise above it. In the meantime, his lawyers in Washington, D.C., th filed three motions yesterday to dismiss the case, uh, one on the grounds that it's double jeopardy in the sense that he's already been impeached for it. Uh, don't know how far that one will go. Uh, number two, on the grounds that it is violating his Second Amendment. And number three, I think, what had to do with the, the fact that he was doing this as a government official. And it was in within right. his duties, his responsibilities as a government official, that if he thought something was wrong, 
that he was obligated to do something about it. So we'll see how those go. And these are filed uh, in the Washington, D.C. D.C., yeah, for the Washington, D.C. case. very fair area. Right, right. Uh, absolutely. Okay. That's right. great. And then finally, out of Atlanta, on the heels of Jana Ellis, Jenna Ellis, uh, taking a deal yesterday, uh, uh, CNN is reporting that six more co-defendants are most likely going to take deals. And I would not be surprised. All of these lesser uh, players in this, they're going to try to put them all on the stand to build a case against Donald Trump. And they're all being given a choice. Six felonies or one misdemeanor. Yeah, go to jail or not. And so, and then have to go through the process and everything. By the way, also, there were some people uh, who were on social media saying that Jenna Ellis, because she took the deal, that she was going to keep the money that because she, she had a legal defense fund and people right. were contributing to it, that she was going to keep the money instead of pay the lawyers. Well, her lawyer put out a, a, a statement yesterday saying that it was a separate fund and that the money goes directly to the lawyers. That the, she had no control over the money at all. Right. Don't worry, the, the lawyers will get the right. money. Yeah. Don't worry, they'll they'll exactly. Get the money. Right. What would you expect? Right. Uh, even if she kept it, they'd sue her right. for they it. They would go get right. it. That's right. So anyway, um, so the, the, they're trying to. But here's the problem uh, that uh, phony Fanny Willis has with Donald Trump. She's trying to accuse him uh, based on the accusation that he knew he lost the election and it was all a big lie. You remember the big lie? Oh yeah. Right? That's what her case is built on. The problem for her is none of these lesser defendants ever came in contact with Trump except for uh, Jenna Ellis and a handful of the others. And every one of them has said repeatedly that Donald Trump believed he had won the well, election. Why do you think they took their stance? Because they, right. at that time, believe right. that right. Donald Trump won the election. Right. That's and people are trying to right make a there. lot of what Jenna Ellis said yesterday right. in her statement to the judge uh, as part of the, the deal. And that was that she said, in essence, to the effect that if I knew now what I, if I knew then what I know now, I would have done differently. Well, who in the hell can't say that about just about anything but in your life, right? But the answer to why Trump is right. If I knew now, right, right so, the but I didn't so know their then. mindset then was set in stone, and she admitted that in court yesterday, right. so she will be useless and be, as a witness against Donald Trump. Right. And all the other ones are going to have to come up with the right. same symptoms. So the answer right. is Donald Trump believed in that. Right. You cannot find one per even Bill Barr. Mm -hmm. said he told Trump repeatedly that he had lost the election, but that Trump wouldn't believe him. Because she didn't come back and say, I, right. I knew I was lying See, all the time. Right. It know, doesn't matter made. if every person on the planet but Donald Trump thought he lost. Right. What matters is what was his mind like? What was in his mind? And if he thought he lost and had good enough reason to think that, and there was plenty, then they can't convict him of these things. Now, doesn't mean they're not going to try. Uh, meanwhile, in California, the disbarment hearing against John Eastman continues to produce evidence of fraud all across the damn country. I mean, it's ridiculous. But here we are. All right. In the meantime, mm. we got us a new man, a new Speaker of the House. And uh, this, I do believe, is going to be a winner. Nostradamus, what do you know about Congressman Mike Johnson? Let's learn something about Mike Johnson. I never heard of him before. He's a Republican congressman uh, from Louisiana. Louisiana. And uh, 
Johnson was previously defeated on the last ballot by House Majority Whip Tom Emmer, but Emmer withdrew his candidacy for House Speaker, um, and Johnson was uh, first confirmed by the, the Republicans and nominated, then, yeah. uh, nominated, and then elected by the uh, uh, in a straight party vote. Yeah, he, he got uh, all 220 Republicans who were present voted for him. Evidently, one Republican wasn't there. And I guess uh, Hakeem Jeffries, there were a couple of Democrats that didn't show up either. So he ended up getting less votes than he had gotten previously. But with the unanimous uh, vote of the Republicans, he had more than enough votes to win. And I am surprised that so many anti-Trump House Republicans fell into line. They didn't say, oh, no, I don't like Trump, so um, Mike Johnson likes Trump, so... Well, we'll talk a little bit about that. He represents Louisiana's 4th Congressional District, uh, nearly 760,000 residents, and he won the seat with the largest margin of victory in more than 50 years. So he's got a a, uh, seat that he can stay there as long as he wants. Um, He's been in the Louisiana legislature from 2015 to 2017, He and his wife, Kelly, have been married since 1999 and have four children. He voted against impeachment multiple times. Both times, yeah. And um, he is a strong supporter of Donald Trump and vice versa. And he has a law degree from LSU. Yeah, and constitutional law. His specialty is constitutional law, which is definitely good. He is strong on all the issues. His voting record is solid, I think, either A or A+. And uh, he also was uh, the fourth in line, it turns out. He was the deputy whip. And this might explain why some of the other members who weren't so hot on Trump went ahead and went with him, because he was actually fourth in line. You had McCarthy, Scalise, Emmer, and him. This is very reminiscent of the 1876 debacle when it took so long to decide on a president that they finally made a deal. But I want to read a, uh, a, it's not a tweet, it's a truth social from Donald Trump. I am not going to make an endorsement in this race because I could never go against any of these fine and talented men, all of whom have supported me in both mind and spirit from the beginning. My strong suggestion (laughs) is to go with the leading candidate, Mike Johnson, and get it done fast. Love DJT. <laughs> that was great too. There wasn't one negative vote against him too. Yeah, yeah. well, you, you you missed one of the things yeah. that he used to be. What did he used to be? What oh. have I missed here? Oh my gosh! I thought it was a perfect story. May, I thought there was may, nothing wrong with this story. Why don't we do a little impromptu trivia contest? Oh gosh, oh, the trivia now. Go. What are we going to do now? What did Mike Johnson used to do that would be of great interest to Christopher Hart? Okay. And if you know the answer, 407-774-8255 is the number. We got a gift certificate to Cafe Positano, a gift card to Tijuana Flats, and I'll throw in a 20% off on your exterior cleaning from Dear Brothers Exterior Cleaning. And whoever wins, you're welcome for me leaving that factoid out of this story. It's all me. So what, did my, what else did Mike Johnson do that I found uh, intriguing, or at least very interesting? All right, so uh, you can call us at 407-774-8255. They immediately went right back to work and started in on debating a resolution in support of Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, he is... Let's just say he's talking a good game right now. It's all, you know, as I said, you know, the proof is in the pudding. But he wants to get right to business on the budget for this year. And he said that in next year's budget, 
if they don't have the 12 appropriations bills completed by August of next year, there will be no vacation until they get them done. Hallelujah. And don't I'm you telling think you. it's about time, and why does yeah. it take so long right. to get By this the way, do you forward? know how many actual legislative days they have missed in these past three weeks now? Legislative days. In other words, actual work days. Days were supposed to be there, but they weren't. Seven, I think it's either seven or eight. Nice. I, so, my so question what, is, how so many what, days what did we really lose? Work? What did we lose by the process? See, that's what I was saying. You know, it, this was kind of messy, but it was worth doing. At the end of the day, we got a tremendous, and this guy can be there for a while. Yeah. This is how we can win and gain seats next year with leadership like this if they follow through. And yeah. I think they will. If you watched him speak today, he is very polished. He's very <laughs> likable looking. You know, he mm-hmm. he has that style with a smile. Yeah. You know what Gavin Newsom has. Yep. And uh, this guy, I think, is as good as we could have ever selected. And like you, I wasn't familiar with him at all. And, and as he himself said, uh, politics can be messy. Yeah. And this was messy. But we're through this, and it's done. Yeah, yeah but see, to me, this was, and Corey Mills alluded to this yesterday, mm-hmm. this is really what America's about. Holding our leaders accountable. <coughs> making them responsible to follow through on what they tell us they're going to do. And for so damn long, we have let them get away with not doing that. And so this is why this was very healthy. It was it was unusual. That's why it was upsetting and, and, and mm-hmm. caused consternation. But at the end of the day, believe you me, this was healthy. This is what we need more of in this government. Holding officials accountable. And it ain't going to be pretty, but we got to do it. Chris, it was great to see the enthusiasm in the room, too. I mean, he just, he was so polished and so forward and said all the right things that you'd want to hear if you were a MAGA person. Great day for everybody. And and he wasn't really in the leadership, but he was close enough in it that he knows how to do things. And that's what you want. You don't want someone who's been trying to grab at it for years. You want someone who's willing to serve. All right. We come back. uh, We got a caller on the line that thinks that she knows what I found. Oh, what's that? Oh, no. Carol, call back. Oh, no. Oh, there's others. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll get more. Sorry, we got a break. So we got several people who think they know what Mike Johnson used to do, which I found very interesting. You're listening to the American Adversaries Radio Show. Mike has his contest challenge for tomorrow night as well. And uh, we'll get to that when we come back, too. So please stay with us. AM 950 and FM 94.9. The answer. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Do you suffer with low energy, difficulty sleeping, digestive issues, frequent illnesses, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Heist Health Clinic is for you. Hi, this is Renee Humphreys. At Heist Health Clinic, we use holistic methods to balance your body so it can help heal itself. Call Heist Health Clinic at 407-677-1660 or go online to drheist.com so we can help you experience outrageous health. 
Ladies and gentlemen, if you're like me, you're probably spending more time in your vehicles, so it's more important than ever that we can rely on them. That's why if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you need to know Jerry and Janice Shepard because you can rely on Jerry's MB to keep your Mercedes in tip-top shape without leaving your budget out of shape. With their state-of-the-art facilities, factory-trained techs, decades of experience, and reasonable prices, Jerry's MB is your dealership alternative. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. Give them a call at 407-366-6499 or visit them at jerryzmb.com. Remember, they're your dealership alternative. jerryzmb.com, 407-366-6499. Folks, did you know Relax and Comfort is the only store in Florida where you can experience both the number one rated number bed and the JD Power number one rated mattress in America and compare them side by side? And now for a limited time, Relax and Comfort has a very special offer for American adversaries listeners only. Get a free X2 Model X chair, just like the one I use every day, with a qualifying purchase of any new luxury massage chair or smart sleep system. Call Don, Jackie, or Gio at 407-628-5657 or visit Relax and Comfort at the Winter Park Village, just across from the Regal Cinemas. You can rely on Relax and Comfort for all your back care and sleep needs to sit, sleep, and feel better every day. Relax and Comfort is locally and family owned and operated since 1967. So call today at 407-628-5657 or visit relaxandcomfort.com. Friends, Lair Adams of the American Adversaries here to remind you to call Cafe Positano's right now and ask about today's chef specials. You know they make the best pizza strombolis and calzones, but call ahead the menu changes. Maybe tonight they'll have chicken with mustardello sauce, salmon in a mango citrus glaze, flounder with mushrooms and spinach in a wine reduction, or parmesan-crusted T-bone steak. Got you drooling yet? Google it now and dine in, pick up, or have delivered Central Florida's most authentic Italian food, Cafe Positano's. Hi, I'm John Sieber, President of Patriot Home Funding, Central Florida's best mortgage broker. And we are making mortgages great again by offering the lowest rates and best service, all while not charging any lender junk fees or points on most of our products. And if you are a veteran, we will pay for your appraisal as a way of saying thanks for your service. Take the Patriot Home Funding Challenge. We'll give you five-star luxury service and save you money. Give us a call at 407-389-5132. That's 407-389-5132. 132 or visit us at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker business in the state of Florida at MLS 171699 and is an equal housing lender. John Siebert is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida at MLS 305711. We all know we can't avoid death and taxes. Here in Florida, we also can't avoid mold, mildew, and grime building up on our homes, businesses, carports, and sidewalks. When it's time for you to tackle that dirt and grime, call Deer Brothers Exterior Cleaning, D-E-E-R-E. They do it all from soft washing roofs to high-powered washing for those really tough jobs. No job too big or small. So when it comes time for you to deal with the mold, mildew, and grime, call Deer Brothers Exterior Cleaning at 407-978-8834. Leave the dirty work to them. 407-978-8834.
It's real. We got a new speaker of the house, Mike Johnson. The head games are over, ladies and gentlemen. And I just got this from Edie. She was one of our kitty cats yeah, that showed up last know. night. That's right, Edie. Um, she says, uh, but for Matt Gates, we'd still have McCarthy and his side deals, right? He says, uh, so with all due respect, we need to thank Matt Gates for taking a stand, for taking action, for showing when nudging failed, for shoving when nudging failed. So thank you, Congressman Gates et al., for recognizing the only right time for action is now. Otherwise, what time would have been the right time? Mike, do you want to apologize to Matt Gates? I'm not sure I'm going to apologize to Matt Gates, but I am going to say how impressed I am with what we have now, and I think we got the right guy, and we move forward. Absolutely. Kind of like like when the coach sees the star player doing something like like very out of character and says, no, 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 no. And then it works and he goes, oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> no, I believe in you the whole way, man. The final pass of the game yeah, is, you, oh, he you, made You it. were just talking about Jim McMahon. Right, that's and exactly he, right. I saw him on ESPN. He was talking about a play in, and uh, when, in the 85 year. And, of course, Ditka, yeah. you know, was the Iron Man. Mike Ditka, and, nuts. And the, he, Ditka had called a play from the sideline. Right. McMahon saw that the play was going nowhere and that he, he was going to have a guy wide open. So he hits the guy for a touchdown. He gets to the sideline. And, and Dick is chewing him out oh. for not running this play, right? No. Yeah. Well, Chris, remember when we talked about yeah. McMahon? I was just telling Chris the story just uh, last year. McMahon comes to a dinner. We have a real pretty nice dinner, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Banquet. He shows up, right? Everybody has coat and tie and looking nice and styling and profiling. Who walks in? Uh, Jim McMahon, he has on his flip-flops, Nike shorts, and then a button-down <laughs> shirt with his sunglasses. That's hey, Jim, Jim McMahon, whoa, buddy. buddy what, that, what's he, going on? That's his brand. And this was like last year. That's his brand. Break, you know? All right, let's see what these callers, if they know what uh, I found very interesting about Mike Johnson. And I'm not going to say if you're right or wrong until we hear all three of you, and then if any of you or all of you get it right, then we'll reveal it. I so. got the dinger ready. All right, so Carol, you're up first. What was it that I found intriguing about Mike Johnson? He was a radio talk show host. Hmm. Okay. Ooh, could be. Very interesting. All right, could hold be. on. That could be very it. interesting. Let's see what Rick has to say. Rick, is Carol right or was it something else? Uh, Carol's right. He was in radio. Hmm. All right. Ooh. Let's see what Jim has to say. Jim, are they right or was it something else? No, they're absolutely wrong, of course. And okay. uh, he was a wrestler, and I'm pretty sure he went by the name of Dr. Popufnik. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jim, you are wrong. Oh, Carol and Rick are right. I can't believe Jim was wrong, Dr. Popufnik. <laughs> good answer, Jim. Uh, yes, that well, would that be a good, good. For a contest. Wrong, contest wrong, wrong, wrong but good. <laughs> that was good, Jim. Very good, Jim. I like that. But Carol and Rick, Carol, how did you know that? You know, I've been on Twitter since I woke up watching the speaker race, and yeah. somebody tried to said that he was a radio talk show host to discredit his That's capability right. to lead the house. That's right. To discredit. Right. He was. A, by the way, he was to be more accurate. He was a conservative uh, radio talk those show guys. host. Guys, no. Exactly. That's right. All right. Well, congratulations, Carol. Uh, you got the Thank prize you. packages coming. And Rick, I'll have the same question to you. How did you know about it? I heard it actually earlier on the on the radio today. <laughs> on the radio, probably Gallagher. Probably Gallagher. I was excited that uh, that that was just fast. Sounds yeah. like a Gallagher thing. Are you are you, That's uh, really are you impressed with him? Are you impressed with the pick? Well, I'm from Louisiana, so mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. 
Also, I was uh, really pleased that he mentioned God like four times. He did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so he's a he's a born again Christian. So a uh, biblical man. I gotta I gotta say, hey, if we had more biblical people in in Washington D.C., we'd be a lot better off. I think God's hand yeah. was in this thing. So Rick, if you'll stay on the line, so Jeff can get your information, I'll get those prizes out to you. Thank you so very much. We appreciate you calling. Well, God bless you. And same to you. All right, there it is. That's this right. It was a conservative that, radio talk that show host. Tainted his career. <laughs> <laughs> no, it elevated his career. All right, so we know he's a good communicator. Yeah. We know he's a good Christian. We know he's a constitutional law expert. What more could you ask for mm-hmm. in a Republican speaker? And the Democrats don't like it, not one damn bit. Mm-hmm. And that should make you happy you know, all of, by itself. Well, happy days are here again, right? We'll go to New Orleans and have a taste. All right. <laughs> all right, we'll be right back. Scotty Moore is going to join us. we got some more news as well right here on the American Adversaries radio show. And after us, you got the heart of Central Florida with Charles Hart. So no need to go anywhere. Just please stay where you're at and we'll be right back. He has to be excited, Chris. January 20th, 2017 will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. We do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather to let it shine as an example. We will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected and we will always be protected. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. And most importantly, we will be protected by God. We stand at the birth of a little millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space, to free the earth from the miseries of disease, and to harness the energies, industries, and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Let's go see the Alrighty, welcome. 
Welcome to our number two of the American Adversaries Drive Time, now primetime radio show, coming to you live on WORL AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Got the chairman of the board, Mike McBath, along with Nostra Dennis and myself, Christopher Hart, in the Relaxing Comfort Studio. We're being joined now by Scotty Moore, who's running for Florida House. We'll get to him here in just a moment. Jeff Sinis is on the bridge. All right, so the uh, week from today is going to be the Suburban Republican Women's Club Federated Runway to Victory 2023 Fall Fashion Show featuring Mike McBath and the latest in uh, the... Uh, leotards. Leotards <laughs> and the very tight upper body straps. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that paid off, huh? That's right. Uh, actually, all you folks are invited. Seriously. Uh, it's going to be at Dillard's a week from today. Starts at 9 a.m. Tickets are $35. You're going to get breakfast there is a mimosa bar. See, that's, that would yeah. really draw me in there. You'll get Mimosas, the swag stuff, ooh. door prizes, yeah. and 10% off any purchases. I believe it goes from 9 to 11. So any purchases in that period of time, uh, you'll get 10% off. If you want to get your tickets ahead of time, go to srwcf.com for Suburban Republican Women's Club Federated. srwcf.com, one week from today at Dillard's in the Altamont Mall. All right, so Scotty Moore is back with us. He, of course, is running for Florida House District 35, the seat that Fred Hawkins has vacated. And he's been taking a mud bath here lately. Let's just say a lot of mud is being yeah. slung at him. That's right. Scotty, you know thanks for being with us. Thank you. Yeah, you know you're over target when they start attacking you and they're worried, and that's what's happening right now. we got 13 more days until November 7th, and we are pushing hard. In fact, we have three more days until the early voting starts on Saturday. This Saturday. This Saturday. And you check your vote. The early voting is like libraries and correct. There the, are only three. There are only three locations. Okay. Uh, so it's very very limited locations. Uh, it's going to be at the supervisor of uh, uh, elections, elections office. office at Bill Cowles downtown. There's going to be the library in Waterford Lakes and I think the Valencia College in um, in, in Lake Nona area for the Orange County. And then there's going to be a couple of in Osceola. But then on the day it'll be. Just like a normal voting yeah. day. So yeah. early voting going to be like a week worth of one week days. Okay. Yeah, one week. Have yeah, you because had any debates with these people that you're running against? Well, I mean, there were there were a couple there. times when we've tried to, but Erica was doing the working out of the basement type of thing that Joe Biden was well, doing for so a long she's time. A, she's hidden. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so she was. But that's a shame. Well, well, let's back up just for a minute. We'll, we'll get to your opponents here. Uh, but first of all, the, the who has been sending out all these negative uh, things about you? They, what, and some of what are some of the things they're saying? Yeah, so so there's a bunch of different packs, as you guys know. Uh, a lot of these people send they they insulate themselves and they send it through these sub packs, like Keep America Great pack, or you know they have all these different names that they have. Oh. Do you know and if any of these are being backed by the Republican Party of Florida or anything like that? It's hard for me to make that claim, but I will say this: that Erica Booth, who's who's really the one behind all this stuff has the full backing of the Florida House campaigns and the RPOF to the tune of over $100,000. So in kind and hard cash and stuff. And so you got uh, a guy named uh, Anthony Pettacini who's running the campaigns, who's very well known as far as like having a pretty nasty campaign history of mudslinging and things like that. And so that's, so for example, some of the people they're, they're, they're saying it's, um, this is, Keep Florida winning. Yeah, thank you, Scotty. This is Bobby from Keep Florida winning. And then this is, uh, and then you have Keep Florida great is another okay. pack. Well, what are they saying? 
Yeah, so they're saying Scotty Moore's a rhino, seriously woke, seriously liberal, right? And so how woke? So woke, a post cutting taxes uh, on baby diapers and toddler clothing. I don't know where they I mean, even get this. That sounds so phony, Scotty. Right? It just I, does. I mean, uh, uh, so how liberal? Uh, Opposed cutting taxes on schools and uh, hurricane supplies. And, of course, this is exactly the opposite of what you've been standing for, right? Right. So how progressive am I? So progressive. Uh, opposed funding body armor for cops. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Yeah. Uh, obviously, in politics, you can get away with lying about your opponent like this. But what are you doing to counter these lies? So what we're doing is we're we're uh, counteracting that with the truth. We're, we're talking about her record. So, for example, a member of the Osceola School Board, because we got to remember, Erica just got voted in to be school board okay, for, right, for four joining. years. All right, let, let's, all right, so... First of all, how many other how many opponents do you have in this primary? Right, it was it's uh, two others. Okay, Erica Booth er- and Ken Davenport. Okay, Erica Booth and Ken Davenport. Erica Booth was just elected to the school board in Osceola County. In Osceola County right. for a four year term. All right, five months into it, she resigns to run for this seat. And the Florida Republican Party is backing her. Correct. What about Davenport? So Davenport is just doing his thing. I don't know. I don't know anything about da- Davenport's kind of just this the, I guess he's funding it himself and everything. Well, he is, but I mean there's a lot of questions on on his campaign and stuff like that too. But but the bottom line is with Davenport, his campaign last time was really he was angry at Fred Hawkins and so he was just against Fred Hawkins. Now that it's this new thing here, I don't know what he really stands for. Okay. So the three of you, and if no one gets 50% plus one, what happens? Oh, no, it's winner takes all in this. Okay, winner takes all, however many... Yeah, whoever advances to the general election, which is January 16th. January 16th, okay. Which, by the way, will be 10 days in to the special se- to the session that they're already going to be having. So there's going to be 10 days without a representative Representation from, from 35. Yeah, because Hawkins has already moved on. Correct. He's gone, right? Right. Uh, he's now president of... Uh, was it... Uh, Southern Florida Southern College Florida Southern, or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. College, yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, now, you have gotten some pretty big endorsements. Yes. I mean, we've been working really hard. We've got one that I can't announce, but it's it's coming. There's another one, uh, General Michael Flynn. So, uh, President does, Trump's. Does, does he know you're these, all these other, sus, sus, uh, you know, yeah, things, right? Yeah, yeah. He's done his. <laughs> Did you send him a background he's check? He's done his vetting. He's done his vetting for sure, uh, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so, General yeah. Michael Flynn. Yeah, Sebastian Gorka, very pleased. Uh, and, and, of course, so we have Secretary of Veterans Affairs under President Trump, Peter O'Rourke. And so, when you look at just this Team Trump gathering together, uh, and then, of course, we had. We had others, Senator Cruz and Senator Rick Scott in the past. And so when you look at this array of of people who had supported us, um, yeah. What are the the top issues that you're hearing from your, what would be the the voters? Yeah. So the voters, again, like like I always say this when I was on the campaign last time and this time, is that not all candidates are alike. And so some people will brand themselves as conservative, but you look at their voting record and where they're at, for example, like what Erica's doing, and that's anything but. You know, I mean, she's voted 98.9% of the time with the Democrats on the school board. So you can say you're super conservative, but if you look at the voting record, you know, and and so uh, the first thing that these these uh, Republicans are doing, they're looking to say, how strong are you? Are you a fighter? Because we know that a Liz Cheney Republican is very different than a Matt Gates Republican, right? And so just you have an R, strong conservative, are you right or not? And so that's what they're looking at. Are you pro-life? Are you a f- protect kids and parental rights? But they're also talking about some of the issues, 
insurance. We're all dealing with it. Oh, I have farmer's insurance. insurance. Is a big issue I have farmer's insurance, Huge. and I just got a letter saying, guess what? We're leaving, and you're losing your. See that? So, I mean, it's happening to us. Auto insurance yep. going up. Uh, and then talking about housing, affordable housing, uh, government overreach, infrastructure. Just driving over here today, you have to plan so much extra because the traffic is out of control in the quality of life. <laughs> I'm glad you noticed this, Scotty. <laughs> You'll be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about that. Yeah. Um, the let's let's talk about it for the speakership of the House of Representatives because yeah. you mentioned you know from Cheney what was it Cheney to, to Matt Gates, Gates and yeah where would you fall in that spectrum there yeah so I I I was very clear that when I was running for U.S. Congress people would ask this and they they said would you would you want Kevin McCarthy and I said no I wanted Jim Jordan now this is before he had already declared right. that he didn't mm-hmm. want to but if right. I that's the type of speaker I wanted right. uh, and and I would have been a part of the 20 to say listen we need to have good rules and we need to move forward and I believe they had they had a purpose when they were withholding their vote because they were looking for can we get them some things agreed to that we can move forward some line item voting uh, mm-hmm. voting that you can kind of single item voting that you're moving forward and what Matt Gates did is he said listen I I thought he had he gave a very strong speech on the floor Saying like you have not held up to your he, he, word. You're, you're talking about when they actually had the vote to vacate McCarthy. Well, even before that, he he put them on notice saying like, "Hey, you need to," and then he and then he had the the vote to vacate. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about Mike Johnson? I mean, I think he's. We'll see. I mean, I'm I'm hopeful. Uh, he came out of nowhere. I was thinking Jim Jordan would have been the guy, but couldn't coalesce. Couldn't get it. What we need to do is work together, and we need to move forward. But I think. As Republicans, as conservatives, we need to understand we cannot say that we're a party of fiscal responsibility and allow the craziness of the crazy fiscal spending that we're doing to continue. And we need to be strong and we need to stop what's going on and we need to unite. We can't keep sending billions and billions overseas to Ukraine and other things when our homeland is not under control, when our borders are not secure, when we're not energy independent, when we're not taking care of our people. And so I hope as a as a party we can coalesce and and I hope and don't you think Johnson too, though, Chris, with uh, you know, we got one more year till the election. So this budget that's now is going to determine how you look when you run for, let's say, Congress on a national level. Well, so they better do a good <clears throat> job trimming this as best they can. Right now, this is to fill the seat until right. next year's elections again, right? So you, whoever wins this year is yeah. going to have to win yeah. run again yeah. next run, year. Run again in August. Right. I mean, so you're constantly running. That's right. correct. Yeah. Okay. All right. What about the Democrats? Are how many? Who are the Democrats in this? So there are three Democrats. Uh, there's uh, the gentleman who won last time, Rishi Braga. Uh, he won, and so he's running against Tom Keene, who barely lost to Rishi. And then there's a new candidate, uh, Maruchi Guzman. Okay. And she is... Uh, Representative uh, Coach P, you remember Placencia, yeah, yeah. so it's his, his wife. wife. Yeah, right. Yeah. Which is interesting because he's Republican and she's running as a Democrat. Democrat. Mm. Um, it does happen, right? Little Madeline. <laughs> yes, and James Stuff going on there. Yeah. Um, now, how 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 big of a margin of victory did Fred Hawkins have in his last race? He won by eleven points. So it's is it still solid Republican district? Well, it's the numbers will say that it's about even, uh, but it's a third, a third, a third, pretty much. And so yeah. what they're not what they're not factoring is the NPAs, and right. the NPAs are, are very conservative, generally speaking. Okay. Um, and so really, it's about turning out the vote, getting out the vote, and mobilizing. And uh, 
the messaging. So it's well, the, the mail-in ballots have gone out. Do you have any indication if uh, they're coming back in mass or trickling in or? Yeah. So so for the general election, it's different, obviously, than the the primary. So maybe most of the listeners know that it's only it's a closed primary, and so for the primary, only Republicans can be. Uh, going can out. vote so, and only vote. Democrats and on only the Democrats. So the NPRs aren't in, so the, in NPA, the primary. The NPAs aren't, are, 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 right. aren't aren't a factor right now right. for this. But right. so there were over eight thousand requested absentee ballots, and three thousand three hundred have been returned for the House District Republicans for for House District thirty five. So there are another four thousand that are outstanding. Who knows if they'll get sent in? So or that's that? about forty percent or so, give or take, that has been returned already. Correct. I think this is going to be a historically low turnout. If you look at it, uh, there probably won't. I don't expect the the early voting and the day of voting to exceed the the voting for the what's last, already come yeah. in for the absentee. Because the primary and the general in January are both really off year elections, it's, so it's going to be tough to get people it's out. Getting people awake, know what's going on. Uh, the last time no, I was I here, I tough. pointed to the November seventh, which is really yeah. big on my, and I said it five times. And I hand it to them, and the first question they ask is, when's, when's the election? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. No, I so, can believe that. So it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's just not on their mind. And so, you know, I'm not, I'm I'm willing to bet that a week later, after the, the election, some people are being like, Scotty, I'm going to vote for you. When's the election? Oh, I, I mean, like, oh, thanks, you know it's going to happen. Yeah. So. Right. And early voting, you said, starts next week. Starts this Saturday. Oh, this Saturday. This Saturday, the 28th, which happens to be my daughter's sweet 16 birthday. So we've got awesome. that planned. Oh, wow. Right. That'll so, be a nice celebration. Birthday, you got a big, don't the... screw that one up. Got to have a big yeah, party. All that's right. Exactly and right. then that'll go on for a week and a day. And then you'll have that Monday off on the 6th and then Election Day on the 7th. Correct. Big day, Election Day 7, 13 days away. All right. What is District 35, real quick? District 35 is awesome. They're my people. That's what they are. I know. know. I'm just joking. Yeah, the district is... uh, So it it covers Orange and Osceola County. It's Waterford Lakes, Eastwood, Stony Brook, Avalon Park, Bithlow, Christmas all the way up to Lake Pickett, up to the Seminole County line, almost all the way over to Brevard, down into Lake Nona, and then really half of uh-huh. Osceola. It's yeah. a really big district. And so it's kind of around St. Cloud, but just near on the on the board, on the outskirts of St. Cloud. And just if you cut Osceola in half, it's the east side of, of Osceola. All right. How many Republicans are in that district? Yeah, so there are 39,000 okay. registered Republicans. 39,000? Yeah, and and there are only have been 3,000 that have voted, and oh. so, boy, if you can stay on top of these people, you can. Three thousand have voted. Seemed like you could just about push that number. Well, right? it's about getting to the number to I the mean, right and getting them yeah, out to vote. Right, get them the you got to mobilize you win. them. Yeah, you got to mobilize them. Is the candidate that's running that's on the school board now? Did she give up that school board position, or is that she's still holding on to that? Well, it's interesting. Uh, she had to. There's this thing, obviously, resigned to run. We know about it because Governor DeSantis had to change. Uh-huh. But so she officially resigned, but that doesn't take effect until I think January. And so she's still sitting on there, but she's effectively a lame duck, you uh-huh. know, where she's not. Um, is is Osceola County scheduled a an election to re- replace her? You know, what's interesting is is. Uh, what I understand is Governor DeSantis has appointed someone or will appoint someone until there'll be an election, which it'll be an off-year election for that school board seat because normally. So in 
2024 in August, there will be an election for that school board that whoever wins that will have to run again in two years. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Because of the, the resignations yeah. in the middle of these terms like Correct. this. Are you doing door-to-door at all? We're doing door-to-door. Wow. We're making okay. phone calls. We're having great interactions with door-to-door. Uh, I got to tell you, the 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 member who's supported by the, the Republican establishment and all the money that's being poured in there, no kidding, it, it's over 30 different mailers. People are, are angry about the amount of mailers that keep... <laughs> yeah. That some, I, I, do you, you hear... You reach a point where you're... Where, I, 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 I can't stand either one of you. And, and, I, and I think they've yeah. really overplayed their hand. Because she had such low name ID, they were trying to build up the name ID, I think yeah. they kind of went overboard. I've had people get mad at me They'll say, are you the one sending all those mailers? I'm like, that's not me. Well, your name's in all of them. Your name's easy to remember, Scotty Moore. Scotty with a Y. That's right, Scotty with a Y. It's not too late for folks to help you. How can they do that? Yes, scottymoreforflorida.com, Scotty with a Y. You can jump on there and you can donate. Donate every little bit helps. Donations are fuel for the campaign, so that's how we get our message out. But you can also request a yard sign. You can help uh, reach out. and We're making phone calls. We're not on doors we're, we're doing it on saturdays let us know be a part of the momentum to help keep florida free all right we'll take a break uh scotty's going to stay with us i hope you will too that's scotty more for florida.com right Correct. and that's the number four no f-o-r okay uh, spell it all out scotty more for florida.com okay we'll be right back am 950 and fl 94.9 the answer Hey, Central Florida, Dave Ramsey here. When you need advice on your taxes and want to work with someone who has the heart of a teacher, you need to see Larry Herring CPA. He's one of our tax-endorsed local providers, and he's ready to talk with you about all your income tax needs. Larry Herring will help you manage your taxes just like any other expense. Take it from me, Larry is your guy. 407-647-7777 or at herringcpa.com. Network sound and video. Many folks are worried that their old videotapes are worn or broken. But aren't they worth restoring? If you could watch your children play when they were little, be there for a birthday party, sporting event, or bring back the memories of a family member, wouldn't that be priceless? Network sound and video will fix and restore your old videos so you can enjoy them again for years to come. What could be more precious than your family videos? Call 407-834-8555. 407-834-8555. Tuesday, here Tuesday. Looking for your lost cat? No, I'm looking for Tuesday. What? Tijuana Flats has two tacos, chips, and a drink for just $6.99 every Tuesday. Tijuana Tuesdays? Yes, have you seen it? Tijuana Tuesdays, every Tuesday at Tijuana Flats. Have you heard the great news, folks? The Supreme Car Detailing Superstores have added a third location to better serve you. The new location is at Candace Drive in 1792 in Maitland. As with their other locations at 510 North State Road 434 and at South Orange Avenue and Sand Lake Road, this new detailing superstore is stocked with all the cleaning products and tools you need for any cleaning task for your cars, trucks, RVs, boats, homes, and businesses. At this new location, you can also test your driving skills on a state-of-the-art simulator. You won't believe how real the experience is. To clean better, with less effort, go to the Supreme Car Detailing Superstores. They're open from 10 to 6, 7 days a week. Or you can order online at dasuperstore.com. That's dasuperstore.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. 
We've got slowdowns on I-4 westbound around West 1st Street, around Colonial and from Kirkman out towards US 27. Eastbound I-4 slow from World Drive up to the Turnpike and around West 1st Street. Crash reported on the Turnpike northbound near Sand Lake. Your latest answer traffic, I'm Dave Dorica. Yeah, we got our own Rocky right here in Scotty Moore. Come on. Scotty Moore for Florida.com, for F-O-R, Scotty Moore for Florida.com. You got a couple minutes here. What would you tell the potential voter out there who's not decided yet? Yeah, I would say, listen, look, don't be, don't be fooled by the text messages that you're receiving as far as, like, you can see through... And, and sniff out a fake. You can smell, okay, what's what's legit and what's, you know, when they're kind of saying, I'm George Soros, seriously liberal, <laughs> but you have all these people connected to you, you got to be like, hey, this is, so do your research, check out our website, look at the endorsements, and look at the history. I mean, I ran for U.S. Congress for a long, long period of time fighting against uh, Democrat Darren Soto, who voted 100% of the time with Nancy Pelosi. We had Senator Ted Cruz, which only gives out I think 20 endorsements. Yeah. Uh, he it was really really hard to get, and so the other thing is is look at the, look at my history working for 20 years in a faith based mission organization, having to raise our own money. You tr- uh, trust me, you don't do it for the money. You do it for the mission. And I'm here not for the money or the power, or prestige or the influence. I'm for the mission to help keep Florida free. And so I really would love to join, have people join me and be a part of this mission. Okay, Scotty Moore yeah. for Florida.com. Early voting starts Saturday. And by the way, that's also for the Orlando elections. So some people will be voting in both of these elections. That's right. right? Orlando City has, has right. so for the mayor and, and the commissioners right. there and, and stuff. That, that's right, yeah. That's right. So, uh, well, if, that'll help you get people out, right? Well, unfortunately, it, it <laughs> may, but, but, but it, uh, a lot of the area that I'm in is incorporated Orange County, so it doesn't vote for the right, city. Right, right. Oh. Only a little bit of it would be. Okay. So, yeah. but... Uh, most of them are Democrats. Yeah, honestly. maybe. But so. nonetheless, uh, November the I'm sorry, yes, November the seventh, which believe it or not is a week from yeah, yesterday. I know. Right. So, uh, no, I'm sorry, two weeks from yesterday. Mm-hmm. Two weeks from yesterday is November the seventh, actual election day. Early voting starts this Saturday, and the mail-in ballots are out. And if you have received one and not sent it back yet, please do fill it in and make sure you get it back before election day. Vote Scotty with a Y. There you go. Scotty with a Y, more for Florida.com. All right, he's going to stick around for a little while. I hope you folks will as well. When we come back, we'll be talking with Ryan Kennedy, the policy and advocacy manager for Florida Citizens Alliance. And speaking of the upcoming session, we'll see what what sort of educational uh, legislation is being prepared for us. Mm -hmm. All right, so all of that coming up next. And then don't forget, you got the heart of Central Florida with Charles Hart after that. And then you got some Charlie Kirk and then our man Carl Jackson sitting in for Officer Tatum. You'll be able to hear him starting at 10 o'clock tonight. So please stay with us. We'll be right back with more of the American Adversaries radio show. And that's it. (laughs) All right. That was good. Thank you. 
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Florida's state university system is disbanding chapters of a pro-Palestinian student group it says is violating state law by aligning itself with Hamas in the wake of an attack on Israeli citizens. The move came Tuesday when state university system Chancellor Ray Rodriguez wrote to the state's university presidents Tuesday directing them to disband the groups. The United Auto Workers Union appears to be edging closer to a tentative contract agreement with Ford that would be critical to ending the union's six-week-old strikes against the three major Detroit automakers. The union has made a counteroffer to Ford that proposes a 25% general wage increase over the life of a new four-year contract. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 105 points, the Nasdaq dropped 318. More details at srnnews.com. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Call me and I'll do the rest. I'm Abby Greenberg with the Golden Group at Compass, the number one brokerage in the country. It's a seller's market and there's no better time to list your house. I'll get it sold and get you the greatest return on your real estate investment. Need to make renovations first? Through Compass Concierge, we'll cover the renovation costs up front and sell your house for top dollar. I'm Abby Greenberg, and you can sell your home with ease with the Golden Group. 407-484-2689. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're like me, you're probably spending more time in your vehicles. So it's more important than ever that we can rely on them. That's why if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you need to know Jerry and Janice Shepard because you can rely on Jerry's MB to keep your Mercedes in tip-top shape without leaving your budget out of shape. With their state-of-the-art facilities, factory-trained techs, decades of experience, and reasonable prices, Jerry's MB is your dealership alternative. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. Give them a call at 407-366-6499 or visit them at jerryzmb.com. Remember, they're your dealership alternative. jerryzmb.com, 407-366-6499. With their X10 number bed, each partner can have any mattress firmness desired. From ultra soft to extra firm and change at any time. Shop, relax, and comfort and save thousands over sleep number models. And now, for a limited time, relax and comfort has a very special offer for American adversaries listeners only. Get a free X2 model X chair. Hey, it's just like the one Chris uses every day. With a qualifying purchase of any new luxury massage chair or smart sleep system. Hey, call Don, Jackie, or Gio at 407-628-5657. Or visit Relax and Comfort at the Winter Park Village just across from the Regal Cinemas and Relax in Comfort. Welcome to the American Adversaries. Drive Time, the Titans of Talk Radio on AM 950 and FM 94.9. The Answer, online at TheAnswerOrlando.com, AmericanAdversaries.com, streaming on Rumble, and a special welcome to Super Channel WACX Antenna TV viewers on 55.7. Now, let's join the action. Well, if you ask me where I come from, Here's what I tell everyone I was born by God's dear grace In an extraordinary place Where the stars and stripes And the eagle flies 
Okay, we're back. We are live. We are the American Adversaries Radio Show. Thanks again for tuning in. So, con- I'm going to say congressman. I mean, uh, candidate for the Florida good. House, District 35. Yeah. Scotty Moore is still in the studio with us, as well as Nostra Dennis, Mike McBath, and myself, Christopher Hart. On the line with us now is the Policy and Advocacy Manager for Florida Citizens Alliance. And he was on with us a couple of weeks ago. I'm talking about Ryan Kennedy. Ryan, how are you doing today? Hey, thank you for having me on. I'm doing good. How are you doing? Excellent, excellent. It was nice to meet you face-to-face at the FRANC, Florida National Republican Assembly Conference uh, a couple of weeks ago. So uh, that was a great conference, don't you think, convention? Yeah, Yeah, it was a really good conference. Uh, It was great to be there, and uh, it was great to have the opportunity to kind of talk about what we are doing at Florida Citizens Alliance. All right, well, what's going on with the legislative session? Because uh, they're doing the committee hearings, or meetings, I should say, right now. So what what are you Correct. seeing? What are you seeing? Yeah, yeah. So actually, we, we were up there for a week um, just uh, just last week. Uh, we had a, a good committee meeting. We had a lot of good, uh, good meetings, and we actually think that there's going to be some movement on some of our, uh, our big issues. One of them uh, is, is the Miller test. Um, which is updating our, our obscenity laws for minors. Um, the Miller test uh, is, a, is a Supreme Court case that essentially has been sucked into uh, obscenity for minor statutes all across the country. And we have, it's been sucked in in Florida. And, and really what it's done is it's allowed school districts to, um, to hide behind literary value as a means to keep books in school that have ex- uh, sexually explicit materials. And, and we really actually think that we're able, we're going to be able to get some, a bill file that hopefully has some language in it uh, that will uh, essentially make it harder for that loophole to be used. Because really, in the long run, you know, these are all 18 and under uh, folks in schools. Right. And they, you know, they shouldn't have access to sexually explicit materials. That's pretty clear across the board. And we think that that, that should be the standard. So what they're saying is that some of these books, that their literary value outweighs the, shall we call it, the pornographic material within them. Correct, yeah. That's, that's a common uh, theme that we hear across the board, especially yeah. when it comes to books that are yeah. used. Um, for some sort of reading list or something. That reminds me that a number of years ago, Seminole County passed an adult entertainment ordinance, and one of the local uh, topless bars, Club Wana, in order to get around the new ordinance, they started holding, I think it was Shakespearean plays with naked people in them. It's art. Chris, do you remember that? I'm I'm a news guy. (laughs) You covered it? But but, it sounds like the same thing. And, you know, it should be a simple test that if you cannot read the book on the radio or on TV or at a school school board board meeting, meeting, it should not be in the libraries. Why can't we make the test that, Ryan? Yeah, I mean that that that's that's a idea that's been floated around. I mean, uh, 1069 from last session was a great uh, a great step in that direction. Um, but again, it, it really it's really come down to, as you mentioned, outweighing in their minds the people that are on these committees that review these books. Uh, the literary value, quote unquote, outweighs whatever might be mentioned in it. But but I agree. I mean, and and, it, and it's come true. I mean, we've seen it in even in Congress with. Uh, the recent committee that happened, they they turned off Senator Kennedy when he spoke 
about these books. Um, so it's 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 happening everywhere, and it's and it's and it's happening in Florida. Okay, what else is going on? Well, the other thing that I would like to uh, mention is actually um, we we do believe that there is going to be some uh, work done with the ESA and uh, HB one from last session. Um, we actually, uh, uh, I don't know if your listeners may know this already, but there has been a special session called, and one of the topics being discussed is actually expanding the ESA for uh, children of unique abilities. So those are, you know, children that um, have some sort of developmental disability. Um, and there's been a wait list for a very long time. HB1 expanded that so that there could be more children to get the scholarship, but Again, of course, that wait list has filled up over the course of the year. So we're hopeful that there's going to be some expansion there on that. And, and again, you know, it's bringing more educational choice options for more people out there. And the is, is you say there's a waiting list on this now? Is it, did you just say that? Yeah. So uh, there's been a waiting list for many years for children who want a family empowerment scholarship with unique abilities. So those, you know, those are, you know, children that may have some sort of, um, you know, learning disability that they have to go to uh, maybe another type of school that specializes in that learning disability or whatnot, or to be homeschooled. Um, and there's, there has been a wait list in the past. Uh, they want to expand it. They're trying to expand it even more. Now HB1 did that, but, there's always been a need for the scholarship to be expanded, and, and that was one of the topics that was um, discussed in the special session memo that was sent out, that that's going to be brought up. All right. So uh, Here's a question, too. In the, in the high school area, do all high schools publish what their SAT and uh, ACT. ACT scores are? Yeah, so that's actually, um, we've done a lot of work. On, on that, on the county grades, as we call them, and you can go to our website to find them. Um, and we do compare um, the ACT and SAT scores for uh, different counties. Um, I don't I don't believe that that is something that's posted on each, each school district's website, but the ACT and the SAT, and uh, actually technically uh, U.S. News and World Report, they do this um, list every so, uh, every year. And it gets updated, and so um, the ACT sends out a report, SAT does, um, and it really shows it. But, I mean, one of the things with that, now that you mention it, is that there's a big discrepancy between college readiness and graduation rate. Um, we graduate more students that are ready than that are ready for college, according to the SAT and ACT standards. Yeah. I believe, uh, and I may get them backwards, but... On one of them, the SAT, I think we're like 41st in the nation, and the ACT, we're 42nd. Or I might have gotten yeah, this. Yeah, very good. Oh. Go, go yeah, Ryan. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah, so we're actually pretty, yeah, we're, we are not, uh, we're not the best when it comes to that. And like I said, when it comes to graduation rate, um, you know, if kids can't read at grade level, then, you know, our opinion is why already being graduated through. It sounds so. like we've done something similar to what Oregon has done. Noster Dennis has this. Yeah, on Thursday last week, the Oregon State Board of Education voted unanimous, unanimously to suspend the graduation requirement for math, 
reading and writing <laughs> until the 27-28 school year. That's four years from now. They cite its discriminatory effect on minority students. So what they're saying is, well, these minorities, they're not smart enough to learn reading, writing, writing and math, and it's just not fair to not let them move ahead. So they're lowering the standards for everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, they they're started, eliminating they, the standards. Yeah, they started this in 2020. Um, is there any movement to make sure that we tighten our requirements, not loosen them, Ryan? Yeah. So um, we've, we've been making that argument for many years. Um, we've have always met with um, the DOE and with legislators, and we've talked about that. Um, I know that the State Board of Education just recently updated their uh, um, fast as the uh, progress monitoring exams um, and the course for that. They've made them a little bit higher to cut scores, meaning the cut scores to be able to have each level, so, you know, your A, your B, your C. Um, they've raised those standards a little bit. Um, that will result in some improvement, but it's, it's definitely not near the point to where it needs to be, and, that, and that's something that we've brought up for many years, um, you know, and so it's something we'll keep bringing up because you're right, it's a disservice to students, Um to, to give them a high school diploma when, again, they're not, know, ready. They're not reading, they're not ready. Right, you know? not, not at the required levels. <clears throat> um, and then there's this story actually out of the U.K. And the U.K. is actually starting to get things right. Now, they're about five years ahead of us on this whole woke journey. And so they're starting to realize some of this stuff just doesn't make sense. The U.K. Education Secretary has informed all English schools that parents have a right to see materials in their relationship, sex, and health education curriculum. Secretary Gillian Keegan, a member of the Conservative Party, said, Today I'm writing to schools and parents to debunk the copyright myth that parents cannot see what their children are being taught. They must be empowered to ask, and schools should have the confidence to share. Are our, power, are our parents <coughs> properly empowered to oversee what their kids are learning at school, Ryan? So that is definitely something that there's there's room for improvement. We do have great uh, parental bill of rights bill that was passed uh, a few years ago, and we do have a great parental bill and rights, uh, parental rights and education bill that was passed as well. Um, there's always room for improvement, and there's especially room in, in improvement for areas such as mental health, for areas such as um, uh, surveys, uh, almost every school district gives out a, a, a youth survey. And um, we, we believe personally that this that should be an opt-in, that parents should have, to allow, should have to allow their kids to participate in that survey, not that a parent, uh, as it currently stands, a parent can opt their child out of doing a survey. But again, if a parent knows about it, that's what it relies on, is that parents actually know Right, so, so, you know, there's definitely areas for improvement there. Ryan, do they still have Parent Teachers Day, you know, where you can go in and, as a parent, talk to the teacher? Yeah, I, I believe most counties do that still. I know the county where I live does that. Um, and so uh, that is a thing. Um, as I would say, though, I mean, there there does become, of course, issues when it comes to syllabuses and things like that of what, you know, sometimes when these parents, Teacher conferences happen. They happen at the very beginning of the school year, so there's there's still some um, 
you know, planning and such that needs to be done. So, I mean, those are the sorts of things that, of course, you know, when it comes to transparency, we really want parents to be in complete control of what's going on with their child's education, uh, you know, because the parents are the first, they're, they're tasked with making sure their kids get raised. And so we, we believe that that's where it should rely in first. Ryan, next year, of course, is an election year again, and all of the members of the House are up for re-election, and many of the members in the Senate. Are you getting the feeling that they're going to be as aggressive pursuing these things as they were last year? Well, I will say that um, that's always a trend, as years have shown, that when election years go, uh, that the aggressiveness kind of tones down. However, uh, based on our meetings we've been having, there definitely seems to be an appetite to tackle some of these issues. Um, I, I, you know, it all, as the process goes forward, we'll see how that pans out, but there definitely seems to be an appetite by the people we're talking to that they do want to tackle some tough issues. Um, but the proof's always in the pudding when it comes to that. So. Sure enough. How can our listeners help you? Yeah, so uh, as we go through the process, we'll be sending out action alerts, we'll be sending out... Uh, um, uh, memos and newsletters to you telling you how we're doing, what bills we need you to get involved with. So go to our website, uh, golflca.org, um, to be able to sign up for that, and you'll be able to be in the loop on what's going on. That's goflca.org, goflca.org for the Florida Citizens Alliance. And uh, you've already got, what, over uh, 250,000 people signed up statewide, is that we're right? actually... Yeah, we're over 260,000 now at this point. All so right. we've, we've jumped up over the past couple of months a little bit. All right, well, let's keep pushing that number higher, ladies and gentlemen. Be a part of the solution. Please go to goflca.org. Well, Ryan, thanks for being with us today. You're doing a great job. Yeah, thank you, thank you. All right, we appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Okay, that's goflca.org. What do you think about those education proposals? Because you might be voting on them. Yeah, well, I think the bottom line is is protect our kids. That's yeah. the main thing. And we got to fight for it. You know, Alicia Ferrant here in Orange County has been fighting on the front lines for that. In the, the barrage She's of She's the Republican that was elected to the school board last the school board, 2020. And school board Two. is ground zero on some of this stuff in the barrage of attacks that have been coming at her. And so, friends, if you are not running for school board... You, we have got to get more fighters to help support her and stuff. We need Ryan. We need others. But the bottom line is we need to be protecting our kids. And you can't sell me the line that, oh, it's for the literature, because people are saying they went to Hustler or Playboy for the for the articles. Yeah, right. I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, right. So come on, people. Let's wake up and fight. All right. And that right there, of course, is Scotty Moore. Scotty Moore for Florida.com. He's running for the Florida House District 35 seat that Fred Hawkins vacated to become a college president. All right, in the meantime, we'll come back with more news of the day. If you have a question for Scotty, you can call us. It's still time, 407-774-8255. After us, you got the Heart of Central Florida with Charles Hart, then some Charlie Kirk, and then our man Carl Jackson sitting in for Officer Tatum right here tonight and tomorrow night, too, by the way. We'll be right back. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. 
Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Do you suffer with low energy, difficulty sleeping, digestive issues, frequent illnesses, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Heist Health Clinic is for you. Hi, this is Renee Humphreys. At Heist Health Clinic, we use holistic methods to balance your body so it can help heal itself. Call Heist Health Clinic at 407-677-1660 or go online to drheist.com so we can help you experience outrageous health. Friends, Lair Adams of the American Adversaries here to remind you to call Cafe Positano's right now and ask about today's chef specials. You know they make the best pizza, strombolis, and calzones, but call ahead the menu changes. Maybe tonight they'll have chicken with mustardello sauce, salmon in a mango citrus glaze, flounder with mushrooms and spinach in a wine reduction, or parmesan-crusted T-bone steak. Got you drooling yet? Google it now and dine in, pick up, or have delivered Central Florida's most authentic Italian food, Cafe Positano's. Hi, I'm John Sieber, president of Patriot Home Funding, Central Florida's best mortgage broker. And we are making mortgages great again by offering the lowest rates and best service, all while not charging any lender junk fees or points on most of our products. And if you are a veteran, we will pay for your appraisal as a way of saying thanks for your service. Take the Patriot Home Funding Challenge. We'll give you five-star luxury service and save you money. Give us a call at 407-389-5132. That's 407-389-5132. Or visit us at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker business in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender. John Siebert is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida, NMLS 305711. We all know we can't avoid death and taxes. Here in Florida, we also can't avoid mold, mildew, and grime building up on our homes, businesses, carports, and sidewalks. When it's time for you to tackle that dirt and grime, call Deer Brothers Exterior Cleaning, D-E-E-R-E. They do it all from soft washing roofs to high-powered washing for those really tough jobs. No job too big or small. So when it comes time for you to deal with the mold, mildew, and grime, call Deer Brothers Exterior Cleaning at 407-978-8834. Leave the dirty work to them. 407-978-8834. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. A little smiling faces for you there. Um, if you've been getting this, these mailers about Scotty Moore and all this trash talking on him, don't believe it, okay? He, he's the opposite of what those things are saying. So just take that into consideration uh, if you're in District 35 as you're making up your mind who to vote for in this upcoming primary. Okay, um, a couple of things real quick. First of all, here's your contest challenge for tomorrow night. Okay, we all know Halloween's right around the corner, so what we want you to do is either dress yourself up, or better yet, we want you to dress a politician up, you know, like you think he should really look, right? Well, my uh, costume, and we like to give examples, I'm going to go as John Fetterman's speech coach. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm going to wear a dirty gray T-shirt. I'm going to wear uh, dirty Nike uh, 
uh, shorts and sneakers, you know, with no toes. And I'm going to, I think I look like a very appropriate speech coach for Johnny Fetterman. But come right. up with your costume. Right. Should be a lot I would of fun. love so, to see Donald Trump go as Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Would that be awesome? Oh, yeah. With a two-by-four and a flag. And you know, he'd be right <laughs> over the head. I already have the flag. Act. I guarantee he'd do a good job. He and we're exactly both in the Wrestling act. Hall of See, Fame. Yeah. Mike Gallagher, I thought, without knowing about our contest, I thought he had a good one for Joe Biden. Oh, really? Yeah, dressed up as Elmer Fudd. That would be good. <laughs> Elmer Fudd's a little smarter, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that is for tomorrow night, so get those contest challenges yeah. ready. We've been telling you about this movie movie, uh, Police State, and uh, it's being shown again tonight. As a matter of fact, the la- last showing in the theater starts here in just a few minutes up here at the AMC in Altamont Mall, but you'll be able to see it virtually Friday by going to, D- I'm sorry, policestatefilm.net, policestatefilm.net. You can get your tickets and watch it at your convenience. I saw it the other night, and you definitely need to see this movie. By the way, yesterday in the uh, I was giving a review. I think I was talking about how the FBI has a quota system and bonuses are paid. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think what I may have confused is the tens and $50,000 bonuses are paid to the informants who get people on the FBI radar, okay, so the like inf- like the informants in the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping right. plot. So right. no conflict right. there. So when you hear that these are the informants are on the FBI payroll, it doesn't mean they get a paycheck every week. No, they get paid informant. for turning people over to the FBI that the FBI can have charged and bounty convicted. hunters, right? In of sorts, correct. But you don't have to have a, a wanted poster out on you. Right. Mm-hmm. All you have to be is somebody susceptible to being charged in a federal court. And like going a to Catholic federal. who goes to Latin mass, right? All right, but so there's another movie you need to see too. Oh yeah, this one is called After Death. It was, uh, um, it opens this Friday, and it's everywhere. I could start naming the list here. We're we're Regal Wakiva, AMC Altamont, and Regal Point Orlando, and Disney AMC Dining at Disney Springs. But basically, every theater near you is going to be starting to play this movie as of Friday. They're doing something real smart. They are selling tickets in advance. Through their website, www.angel.com. Angel is the name of the studios. And um, it is all one week out. And a lot of theaters, a lot of performances are already sold out. So they will have tickets available when you get to the theater, but you may not get the show you want to see. So prefer you go to www.angel.com. Find a theater near you. Find a time near you. And if it does well, they're going to give it another week. Yep. Don't you think Angel's rather uh, Angel <laughs> stu- Well, know. Angel is the one that put out, um, f- was it Freedom? Um, right. About the Love human it. trafficking. Yeah, that's right. Sound of Freedom. Sound of Freedom, right. Angel. Yeah. And by the way, this is about, it's a documentary. It's talking mm-hmm. to people who have been declared clinically dead and have come back, comparing their stories and trying to get scientists to reconcile what happened to them with what actually Exists. And they interviewed people from all over the world, all different religions and all different ideologies. So just take that uh, to the bank with you. All right, we have David on the line. Let's take his call. David, I only have a minute or so, so please get right to your point. Hey, adversaries, thank you for having Scotty Moore on. I didn't know who to vote for. I will certainly be voting for him. And i got to tell you what, literature, she sends me daily. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do want to ask him, um, is he a Trump guy or a DeSantis guy? 
Oh, I, I support President Trump. I think we need to have continue to have DeSantis here in Florida. In fact, I think we've missed out on DeSantis being here, leading here. Uh, and so I don't think this is DeSantis's time. In my opinion, we need a strong leader. In fact, I've said many times there's a strong difference between a second-term president and a first-term president. And a second-term president is not running for another term. And what we need right now in our nation is some strong, decisive decisions that aren't going to be weighed on advisors speaking into the ear saying, well, hey, soften it up so we can run for re-election. See, this is what I like about this guy. He gives you a straight answer. All right, David. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for your vote. And tell your friends. Yeah. I appreciate Please it. Bring your friends. Oh, you have three votes for me. All right, thank you. Okay, great. All right, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, uh, very good. David. Thanks for calling. Thank you so much. And once again, if you want to help out Scotty, Scotty or find out more <laughs> about him, it's scottymore4florida.com. Scotty is spelled with a Y, and four is spelled F-O-R. scottymore4florida.com. Okay, and I see uh, Charles Hart is here. For the, so the Heart of Central Florida is going to be starting here in just a few minutes. And get those costumes ready for tomorrow night's That's Halloween right, bash. That's right, the Halloween contest is going to be a lot of fun. Think, uh, think of even Charles Hart. How would you like to dress him? <laughs> Charles? <laughs> Maybe as a gator. I'm going to dress him. But I hope the gators win this weekend. But it's going to be a tough, tough road to go. All right, very good. Think, Charles? Very good. And once again... Come on out Saturday morning for an American flag presentation and retirement ceremony at the VFW Lodge in Apopka. I'm sorry, in Oviedo. In Oviedo. And it's right there on Broadway, just down the street from the big old church there. So it's American Legion Post 243. And Cole Joseph will be doing this Mm -hmm. as part of his Eagle Scout project. So come on out and join yep. us for that. What, what have, a great kid he was, remember? Absolutely. Oh and if you have God, some flag, a flag or flags that need to be retired properly, please please bring them with you. It starts at 9 o'clock this Saturday morning. Okay, that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. Scotty, thanks for being in with us. Good luck, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of, uh, just let me be a part of your guys' energy here in studio. And you said Oviedo. Oviedo. Uh, there's a mayor race happening in Oviedo as well. That's right. And so just be aware. To, it's not just City of Orlando. So get out the vote there. I know Brady Duke is running hard. He's a good yeah. man. So take a look at him. There you go. Brady Duke. Alright, that's Oviedo. Alright, in the meantime, stick around for the heart of Central Florida. Keep loving. Keep praying. Try to be a little bit more godlike ever Every day. Don't give up and never surrender. Night, everybody. Exclusive media partner of the Republican presidential debate, November 8th in Miami, AM 950, FM 94.9, WORL, Orlando. The answer. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters reporting. New Republican Speaker Mike Johnson's first.